had to be saved and sanctified and full of the Holy Ghost. The Lord's been good to me. Counted a privilege to be back in church with you again. Just have enjoyed the service this far, enjoyed Sunday school, uh, studying the good word of God and, uh, you know, trying to understand things. And I, I appreciate what was said just, uh, you know, about uh, falling away and backsliding. I, you know, I guess there's differences of opinion on, on, a, on where that's all at, uh, and I probably couldn't tell you any better than what had been said this morning, but I do know that I have no desire to go back, Brother Chester, to where I was. I've got uh, either way, what you want to call it, falling away or backsliding, I've got no desire uh, to walk there again. It's just been, been saved about uh, nine years, and it's been so wonderful uh, living for the Lord. I I believe uh, that we have the greatest thing going. Just, uh, uh, you know, I was, last night uh, I was thinking about it. Just, uh, it's uh, there's lots of uh, whims or whatever that this uh, fads, I guess you'd say, that the world goes through. They'll follow after something for a while and follow after another. But uh, this, what we have, it never fades. It never, uh, you know, that the things that they follow after, after a while, it'll just kind of disappear and uh, it'll be gone and there'll be something new come along. But uh, uh, this has stood the test of time, and it's it was uh, good when he laid it out, when he laid the plan of salvation, and it's still good uh, today. Just uh, I appreciate, like I said, being here, and uh, sure miss Brother Delbert uh, not being here, and I know you do. Just uh, being some when the pastor wasn't there, and, and I know I know at home when the pastor's gone, it's just kind of a funny feeling, you know, when you get to church and. Uh, uh, it's just, you know, there's just a place there that God's given them and uh, probably uh, couldn't be filled, uh, but I'll, I'll try to do my best to preach to you this morning. Uh, in Psalms chapter 121, verse 1, I've got just a little thought and probably won't take me long to preach. He said here in verse 1, I will lift up mine eyes under the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil, and he shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this day forth and even forevermore. And uh, that's a real familiar scripture. I know uh, probably been leaned on. Uh, the saints have used that uh, down through time. But the very first part is uh, where I wanted to uh, uh, preach from or maybe uh, just uh, draw a little uh, from there. It said, I will lift up mine eyes under the hills from whence cometh my help. And uh, just, uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's already been said this morning about, uh, you know, how uh, Brother Gedberry, I think was his name, I heard him talking about how people, uh, you know, use credit and things like that for help, and, you know, just, uh, it's it's pretty easy in today's, uh, you know, uh, time, just if you need help financially or things like that, just to uh, find help, but there is a help I want to preach about this morning that is not earthly, but it's heavenly. It comes from one place and one place only, and uh, it uh, fills the soul and, uh, and uh, lifts up the soul in a... Uh, Hebrews chapter 6, chapter 7, excuse me, uh, maybe start in verse 12, i got a little bit of reading here, uh, you pray for me, the Lord will help me, I'm a little nervous, 
He said, For he of whom these things are spoken pertaineth to another tribe of which no man gave attendance to the altar. For it is evident that our Lord sprang out of Judah, of which tribe Moses spake nothing concerning priesthood. And it is yet far more evident for that after the similitude of Melchizedek there ariseth another priest who is made not after the law of a carnal commandment, but after the power of an endless life. For he testifieth thou art the priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. For there is verily a disannulling of the commandment going before the weakness of unprofitableness thereof. For the law made nothing perfect, but the bringing in of a better hope did. By the which we draw nigh unto God, and as much as not without an oath, he was made priest. For those priests were made without an oath, but this with an oath by him that said unto him, The Lord swear, unto, swear and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. But so much was Jesus made a surety of a better testament, and they truly were made were many priests because they were not suffered to continue by reason of death. But this man, because he continueth ever, hath an unchangeable priesthood, wherefore he is able to save them that, to the uttermost the, that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. For such an high priest became us who is holy, is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, and made higher than the heavens, who needeth not daily as those high priests to offer up sacrifice for first for his own sins and then for the people's. For this did he did once when he offered up himself. And that's uh, probably enough. Let me read one more. For the law maketh men high priests, which have an infirmity, but the word of oath, which was, was since the law maketh the son who is consecrated forevermore. And uh, you know that's uh, that's quite a bit of reading I know, and uh, and uh, probably I couldn't you know explain to you what all uh, that's saying or what all is taking place there. But I did understand uh, that he give us a high priest. Uh, that's what he is talking about, uh, Melchizedek. You know uh, how it was, and I may not be pronouncing that right, uh, but he uh, you know was a priest, and it talked before about Abraham paying him tithes and uh, things on that order and a. Uh, and I thought about this a little bit, been thinking about it for a few days, but a priest, uh, you know, they uh, offered sacrifices for sins, and there were certain things they were uh, set apart for, just to, you know, they uh, believed they could enter into the holiest of holies, you know, uh, and, uh, and no one else. There was, a, you know, there was uh, that place that the Lord had made for them. Uh, but he talked about here, uh, you know, how carnal they was and how, you know, they didn't continue forever. By, you know, they died. They were uh, mortal men, uh, just like you and I. But uh, one day, uh, the Lord uh, done away with that. And I know this is nothing new, but uh, you pray for me. But uh, he said uh, there that he made, a, he made a, a new priest. He gave us a new high priest. And this one uh, was so much better. Just uh, it talked about how, you know, he, uh, how, uh, that he uh, it said he was not made after the law of carnal commandment but after the power of an endless life. And uh, just the last few days been thrilling my heart thinking about that high priest and that help that we have. Just, uh, you know, uh, just uh, look at life and look at situations and uh, the devil will make us feel like some things are hopeless. But I want to tell us this morning we have a high priest that's higher than the situations uh, that we have. Just, uh, you bear with me a little while. I hope the Lord will help me preach to you. Feel a... Uh, a desire in my heart to get the message across that I felt away in there. But uh, he talked about them there, and uh, you know just uh, how it was. They offered that 
a sacrifice. And I read in one place where it said they offered it uh, sometimes the same sacrifice, in my words, uh, more than once a day. They had, you know, somebody would come to them and say, uh, I need this offered. And, uh, you know, they'd offer it. And uh, maybe another guy come along and say, uh, you know, same old problem, uh, just same same thing. I need you to offer this sacrifice. But we have a high priest that offered a sacrifice once and for all. Uh, they offered it uh, daily and said there they'd have to offer it for themselves sometimes for the sins. But I read about one who come and did no sin, neither was gal found in his mouth and offered, uh, became the sacrifice, that supreme sacrifice, and offered it. Amen. Amen. I hope the Lord will help me. Just uh, you bear with me. Getting my thoughts all pulled together here. But, uh, you know, uh, the uh, Catholic, and I'm not wanting to run anybody down, but they have a uh, kind of, they have that set up where they have a priest, Anna. Uh, you uh, you uh, have been hearing probably on the news for the last couple of years, seems like it's really come out on them, you know, the, the awful uh, wickedness and things that have been done. And I have wondered about it, and uh, I feel like the reason uh, that some of that's come on them is they're trying to fill an office that God did not intend for them to fill. Uh, they, uh, best I understand, you know, uh, in the, that uh, way they do it, you go and uh, go into a confessional booth and you begin to tell them the things you've done, and, uh, and they'll tell you you pay so much or whatever and this or that, and uh, it wasn't their place uh, to take that. It's not their place uh, to bear that. Uh, we have a high priest that's higher than that. And I feel sorry for the man that's sitting in a confessional this morning pouring his heart out to another carnal uh, human being that can't do a thing in the world for him. I feel sorry uh, for the one that goes there uh, hoping to find something better and uh, pouring his heart out to a man that's probably living as wicked or more wicked uh, than he has. And I uh, just... Uh, you know how it is, the, uh, the world, the Buddhists have a priest. I read the, uh, the paper the other day and it showed a picture of them following that priest. And, uh, you know, going somewhere and I imagine they probably, uh, he led them in some kind of, uh, you know, uh, whatever, uh, meditation, I think, what they do. And uh, probably left there feeling about the same as they did when they went. Just, uh, you know, just uh, talking to another man. And, uh, you know, we have friends and I have people that I have tried to pour my heart out to and I felt them as they tried to sympathize with me but they really uh, couldn't do nothing about it they couldn't change a situation brother Chester things I was needing help with and I said you know this and that and they they probably could say well I know it'll be better in a few days you just keep on trying but I, I found a place and the writer said I'll look to the hills from whence cometh my help my help cometh from God uh, there is help uh, for us this morning there's help that the Lord is sitting on His throne and the Son sitting at His right hand this morning making intercession and giving us the things we need. He said here He wasn't made after that carnal commandment, but He has the power of an endless life. Amen. Amen. I'm glad to know a priest, to have somebody like that I can turn to, that I can go to, that can really fix the problem, that can really do something about it. Just, uh, you know, I, like I said, I have told people before, this is the problem. And they had tried to do what they could, but really there was nothing there. Uh, but I met one one day. I told you nine years ago uh, when my life was so out of control. I, I tried and tried to gather it back in. 
but I felt it as it just, you know, went more out of control. I met one who wasn't shaken, who didn't feel that out of control feeling. He had it all in control. I set it back in order and said, this is the way to do it. Just I fixed my problems and I went to him. Uh, time and time again, I'm talking about that high priest, that one that's far above uh, the man down here that the world has tried to set up. You know, we have uh, preachers and, uh, and uh, things like that, and I've seen people as uh, it looked like that's all they ever did was uh, go to the pastor. Uh, and I'm not against that. I think you need to, but that seemed like as far as they ever got, just uh, they, uh, you know, kind of want him to tell them, you just tell me everything to do, and I'll... And I'll do it. And, I, and I'm not against uh, the pastor, uh, you know, a lead. And that's not what I'm saying. But there's one that's higher than that. There's one I'm looking to this morning that's sitting on the right hand of the Father waiting uh, to make intercession for us. He's sitting there. And not only uh, is he there uh, just abiding there, but he's ready and he's able. Amen. I'm glad that he's able uh, to do something about it. Just a... Uh, you know, there's people, uh, Brother uh, Day said that man told him, he said, I'll uh, uh, get you on swing ship, probably able to get you there. Uh, you know, and uh, people really feel like they've got some authority and some power here, but I'm telling you, there's one uh, that said all power in heaven and earth was given to him, everything. Uh, this whole thing, uh, you know, you look at the times and uh, the Muslims, and that's a scary uh, situation. And I felt it as uh, my heart shook and trembled thinking about the things to come. But I know a high priest. I know one that's far above all this. One that's sitting there this morning. Uh, he's not shaking. Uh, he's not wondering uh, what they're going to do or what's going to come out of this. Uh, he's sitting there with it all in his hand. And I'm telling you, uh, he's in control and he's that high priest. And he said in one place, he said, it said we have not an high priest that cannot be touched by the feeling of our infirmities. He can be touched this morning. He's not so uh, far out there and so uh, far gone and so far removed that you can't pour your heart out to him and him hear you and him uh, feel that feeling towards you and say, I'll help you. I'll help you. That help that only comes from above. We sung the song. Uh, a while ago, uh, living below in this so sinful world, hardly a comfort can afford. I had to go, but when my soul needs manna from above, where could I go but to the Lord? There's help uh, that only comes from Him. There's strength that only comes from His Spirit. Just, uh, you know, we do things and, uh, and try things uh, to, uh, you know, distance ourselves from the world uh, to keep that strength and to keep uh, the Spirit moving uh, among us. But when His Spirit moves, that's where our help is. That's the only place where my help comes from is from Him. Amen. Seems like I'm doing such a poor job and, and I'm going so fast here trying to get my thought across to you. But could you get your eyes turned this morning? If somewhere uh, we could get to looking to that one who's sitting there. Uh, Brother Glenn, I thought about you this morning and thought about, you know, the illnesses and uh, the afflictions. And if, you was, uh, if I was uh, looking uh, to a man here to help you, I'd feel so helpless. It seems so hopeless, but I know one this morning who's sitting there. And I said it once, the Bible said it all power in heaven and earth is here. One touch of that high stained by sin, one touch of that mighty priest. One, he waved that blood and he offered that offering and I'm telling you it was gone. Amen. We have such
such a great high priest this morning. Can you see him? How high lifted up. That one just, uh, you know, I, I could imagine the feeling uh, back under the law. Those people uh, tra- uh, going to the priest and they probably knew him. And they probably said, I know he's been uh, sinning just like I have. Just her things he's been a doing and probably that hopeless feeling. But I found one who's perfect. Uh, he is perfect and it, all power belongs to him. That wonderful high priest we have this morning. Amen. He said there he had uh, he'd shield you uh, from the sun. It wouldn't, uh, you know, uh, burn you. And he said he'd bless you, go- keep you. And you're going out and you're coming in. What a high priest. Uh, uh, you could probably think of things. And uh, maybe I'll just tell a few things that he's done for me. But I had a little brother uh, that uh, just, he'd come to church for a little while. And, uh, and uh, he left and, uh, you know, began to do the things of the world. And uh, joined the army. And I thought... Uh, there's no hope, no more. Just uh, looked like he's gone forever, uh, lost. I didn't. It just seemed like uh, when he left home, you know, and went uh, to boot camp, and uh, I just thought, uh, Brother Chester, there was no getting him back. Uh, but I went to my high priest. I went. Uh, I didn't go to a confessional. I didn't go to a carnal man. I didn't go to a booth somewhere. I didn't uh, tell a. Uh, 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 some Buddhist priest. I didn't uh, roll out a mat like the Muslims do and pray to a dead uh, a pr- a prophet, they say. Uh, you know, Muhammad, I went to the one who ever liveth, uh, the one that has the power of eternal life, that one uh, that holds up my breath in the palm of his hand and began to pour my heart out to him and cry and pray. And it didn't, it, you know, it didn't happen overnight, but in a year or two, I've seen my little brother as he fell on the altar and prayed through to salvation. I'm telling you, what a high priest. What a God. What a king. We serve this morning, King of kings and Lord of lords. What a savior. What a king is he just to have that power. I remember reasoning with him and my brother and trying to talk to him and I could tell he's out of my hand. Just, uh, you know, that hopeless, helpless feeling. But when I prayed to him, I knew uh, he wasn't feeling like I was feeling. He wasn't subject uh, to that feeling anymore. He had it all right there in the palm of his hand. What a high priest. What a king. Amen. If you feel that hopeless feeling, if you got... Uh, lost loved ones, I, I'm out telling you, there's one to turn to this morning. There's one that can be touched with the feeling of your infirmity. You may tell me your problem. You may say this is it, and there might not be much feeling there from me. I, I might not could sympathize with you like that, but I know one this morning who when you pray and when you pour your heart out, he's touched. Uh, when his ear begins to be bowed uh, to your problem, uh, something uh, he can really do something about it. He can change it. Amen. The Lord has been good to us and, and made such a way and laid out such a plan for us this morning. I've done my best to preach to you. Had not reached all I was wanting to reach. Hadn't got it out like I was feeling. I just want to tell you, we have a high priest. And, a, and what a high priest he is. Sitting high on his throne this morning. But he's touched by us. When you pray to him... He really listens. Amen. There's been times uh, that I felt like he's a million miles away and didn't know if he'd hear. But when I felt that good spirit of God began to settle in, I knew that my high priest had heard me. Amen. Amen. Would you like to meet me in the altar this morning?